for me at least, possibly the best new anime to come out of this spring. And that's even going over Tokyo. I have loved 86. I have loved everything about it. I loved how the episodes, how they have handled the episodes, you know, with the multiple viewpoints mm-hmm. that we've gotten to see. I have absolutely adored this series. And if you guys have not checked it out yet, I highly recommend to go check it out because it is incredible. Very excited for season two at some point uh, and excited to see what's going to continue to come out of it. What's going on? Welcome into Animan Plus episode 38. I'm your host, Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully you are having a phenomenal day, whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast over to our YouTube channel, Sparky3. Make sure to give us a like on the video. We'd greatly appreciate that and subscribe to the channel so you can stay up to date with both Animan Plus and Lighthearted Gamers. Uh, we got we got a lot we got a decent amount of stuff here to talk about today. Uh, some weekly Shonen Jump news going on with some series ending, some new series coming in. That's always an exciting thing. Some My Hero stuff. Got a little you know a little you know key visual at the JJK movie. That's always dope there. And of course, Demon Slayer breaking records as it normally does. And here to talk with me about everything that here that we got joining me in studio. We got Zach. Zach, how are you doing today? Going good. Can't complain. We're really kicking them out this week. Third one this week. We're going. Yeah, I know. Me and you are. We're on a roll right now. E3 week has been a week for us. If you haven't sh- listened to uh, Lighthearted Gamers with everything we have going on over there, um, you know, with E3, we put out a couple episodes giving our full reaction, so make sure to listen to that. We really appreciate it. And then joining with us over the phones, a man who's going to hopefully deliver an inspirational speech here at the end of this episode. We have Josh. Josh, do you got a speech lined up? Are you ready to go? Are you pumped? Are you hyped? I totally forgot that you guys tried to make me give a speech last week. I tried nothing. Don't put this on me. <laughs> uh, you didn't stop him either, though. You didn't say, ah, bro, let's not do that this time. I mean, you're right, but yeah. I'm just a bystander here. <laughs> well, anyway, Alex, I can't believe you're trying to put that on me again. <laughs> well, I mean, does, does that mean that you got something lined up? Are you good to go? No. Oh, well, that's just disappointing. Well, you know, we'll circle back to that in about an hour we'll see where you are okay. see where your headspace is see if you're ready to go for it or not well, i don't know what well, we, you, know, you might you never know uh so first and foremost uh if you could follow us over at twitter we'd greatly appreciate that at animan podcast uh you can also follow lighthearted gamers at lh gamers podcast we'd greatly appreciate that as well uh we do have the animan plus uh bonus cast for father's day that is going to be coming out here um it should actually be out the day this episode comes out so make sure to check that out where we give you know where we talk about some of the best dads across anime and manga and we also give a shout out to a couple shitty ones. Um, and then lastly, if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so, but do not feel obligated to do so. Hey, just listen to the show. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend. That's enough for us. But again, if you got some extra dollars you want to throw away, Patreon's a place to do it. And we'd greatly appreciate that. All right. So let's actually jump into the news that we got lined up for this week. So first and foremost, uh, we've kind of mentioned this show a couple times in the past. Uh, Record of Ragnarok is now on Netflix. The first 12 episodes is now streaming. Uh, right before we started this show, Josh did come across a little tidbit that apparently it's may perhaps kind of rough. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I've heard we, you know, we currently have it planned to watch these 12 episodes and we'll give a review on it in either a bonus cast or a spoiler cast. We'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get there, but uh, we, we're, we're planning to check it out. Hopefully it's not ass. I guess we'll see. I know our friend John's really excited for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, we do have 
a key visual and a release date for JJK Volume Zero movie. Uh, the key visual, very straightforward to the point, uh, but the release date being um, uh, Christmas Eve, which uh, is also a nice little uh, fun fact because that is the date of uh, what? What is it called that happens? I'm, I'm drawing a blank where Toto, like, Toto uh, kind of becomes famous. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called at the moment either right now, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Because yeah. Josh, I remember you didn't you put the no, Hundred Nights Parade. That's what it was. That's what it was. Thank you, because uh, that yeah, that actually happens on, on Christmas Eve. So kind of a kind yeah. of nice marketing there on on there. And I think for that one. I think it's the plot of the of the movie. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that's also pretty cool. Yeah, overall, just good marketing on that end. Uh, we did get a My Hero Academia uh, World Heroes Mission trailer. Did you guys have a chance to check that out? Nope. Okay. What about uh-huh. you, Josh? Not yet. Uh, it looks pretty cool. You know, doesn't give a whole lot of indication on where we're kind of going. With, you know, just general gist. But uh, you know, some other news that came out afterwards kind of gives you a little bit more of an indication on where we're going. Uh, because we did get a actual look at our villain, who happens to be voiced by the uh, voice actor for Zoro from uh, One Piece. Shot that. You know, basically part of the Blue Man Group. Um, and uh, he's part of a group called Humanize, which their goal is to eliminate quirks uh, across the entire planet. So that's kind of where we're going to be going with this uh, with this film. Looking forward to seeing it. the trailer looked great. The couple shots that we got of our our three main our three main characters here all looked phenomenal. Uh, especially Shoto. Shoto had a very very beautifully animated moment in the trailer for sure. So a lot lots of stuff to look forward to here in this movie. Uh, you know, we we also have that um, special book that's going to be coming out with it. If you go see the movie, it's like the first million people that go see it. I believe is going to get to receive um, a special story from Hikoshi himself uh, involving the World Heroes mission. Just shout out to that. It's pretty dope there. Um, we also do have confirmation of a Witcher anime film uh, that is a spinoff uh, that's coming out on Netflix this uh, this year later this fall we don't other, other than fall we don't have an exact release window called uh, Nightmare of the Wolf it's going to be uh, the origin story of uh, Geralt's mentor um, and a fellow witcher uh, Vesmir is that how you pronounce it Vesmir did I nail it Vesemir uh, Vesemir thank yeah. you I was close I did alright I guess can't can't complain too much right and also Geralt yeah. Geralt I thought it was Geralt it's Geralt Geralt yeah. No. Yeah. No. We all sort of fucked that one up. Yeah. Josh said, man. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we all kind of yeah. messed up on that one a little bit, didn't we? Um, well, yeah. I want to say I'm a little iffy on this just because, you know, I, I've read most of the Witcher books, and so this is, I'm like, going to be com- completely new. I mean, I enjoy the Witcher. I really do. But, yeah, so this is going to be pretty much, like, all, like, new stuff. So I'm... I'm I don't know. I'm iffy on how it's going to go. Do you plan on watching it uh, right around I mean, when it comes course. out, though? Of course. Why not? Okay. Well, uh, I'll probably end up checking out as well, just for the simple sake that, you know, got a podcast that talks about this stuff, so I'll probably check it out. We'll see how it goes, though. <laughs> Um, all right, so we did get the lineup for Weekly Shonen Jump, issue 29. Um, uh, of course, Mashal is on the cover. Shout out to that. Uh, Blue Box is actually lined up at first, and first, which is pretty hype, after Mashal, of course. And, you know, Mashal gets the cover. Mashal gets the lead off. And then uh, Blue Box after that. Elusive Samurai at three. Sakamoto Days at five. Mission Yuzukora Family at six. I mean, the new generation, man, really taking those top slots, which is always a cool thing to see. Which watch gets a color page. Again, Witch Watch, a lot of people are on board with me and you, Zach. We're really the minorities here on Witch Watch, but 
Yeah, you shout out to again the color page. Uh, Ball Parade, of course, is uh, is last, and we did get the official confirmation that we've heard for the past few weeks that um, uh, hard hard uh, boiled cop and dolphin is officially coming to an end in this upcoming weekly Shonen Jump. Which leading over from there is uh, getting us room for a new series we have starting up in issue thirty, which is going to be called Red Hood. Uh, the little uh, cover for it I saw did look pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing more about this series. Uh, in issue 30, we're also going to get color pages for uh, Black Clover, Mission Yozakura Family, and Mogu-chan, God of Destruction. Uh, and then leading up into issue 31, we have another new series kicking off called Martial Arts Road Nehru. And, you know, w- what's going to end in issue 30? That's going to be the question. My prediction is I tell C. But, you know, you know we, we can agree that Ball Parade's probably dead. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we can probably agree on that. I tell C we know is it pretty much out the door, but based on where the two series is, I tell C just wrapped up a case, um, a, you know, obviously a fairly notable large case. So it's, there's really nowhere to go for the series other than just to end or start a new arc. Yeah. So my prediction, yeah. I tell C will end in issue 30 next week. A couple of fun facts for you. Go ahead, Josh. Oh no, I was going to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go so far as to call, you know, I tell C ending, soon because we also have Jujutsu Kaisen on hiatus for at least the next month. So that's at least one spot open up in the magazine. So they could, in theory, you know, add a new one and keep one that may be cut soon going for another couple chapters at least. That is a good point. Uh, that is something that we could see, but on a counter, counter off, you know, counter defense here, you know, Hunter Hunter. Oh, yeah. You know, Hunter yeah. Hunter. Yeah. You know, so, I, I I don't know. Just based on where ITLC is going to go, you know, you know, with where it's at, I don't see it going anywhere. But a new arc of some sort that's going to feel very pointless, or it just ending. Because like I said, we just finished up the the stuff with uh, Phantom Thief Mar, so really nowhere to go but to end or start something new. And Ball Parade, based on where it's at, probably got a, at least a few more chapters in it right now. I yeah, would, I would with guess the surprising turn in May. Yeah, we're going to get. a couple more chapters more than expected yeah i mean both of those we can very much consider done and out the door but uh, i would say for issue 30 i would predict um itlc to be the one that ends but we'll see uh but a couple fun facts involving these new series we have coming out uh red hood was the first entry and the winner of the jumps golden future cup in 2020 every winner is granted serialization in the magazine so this is just a matter of time of when it was going to get its chance here it is you know I still haven't looked at the image art for Red Hood, so every time we say it, I just picture Red Hood from uh, DC. Batman? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. just picture him with his hood and guns. And I'm just like, time. <laughs> I was just like, this seems like an awful change. Hey, yeah. you know the what the what the, the you know the still up that they put, man. It it looked pretty. It looked pretty good. Both of these actually looked pretty cool, just from the general images that we saw. You know, I'm excited to read both of these. Uh, as for the martial arts road and Nero, um, it was a short digital series in Weekly Shonen Jump started that uh, started in issue 42 in 2020, uh, lasting four chapters. And that's not you know it didn't last four chapters because it sucked. It's that's literally how long it was supposed to go. Um, okay yeah so it already had a little bit of of you know chance to shine was received really well uh and now it's getting a full actual weekly serialization in the magazine so you know these are a couple series that i'm looking forward to checking out you know our latest batch of blue box and candy flurry i'm personally really enjoying both of these uh so i'm looking forward to checking these out as well and see what we got coming out of them uh you know especially since you know one the one of the series that we did have cut cut loose here is one that I never picked up so mm-hmm. it'll just be a new series for me to kind of check out and kind of go for from there 
then talking about Demon Slayer real quick. So the Demon Slayer uh, movie uh, for the uh, Blu-ray DVD sold 486,000 uh, discs on the first day of release, which is setting a new record. No surprise there. With that also said, it also broke the highest one week uh, record for Blu-ray DVD disc sales within that one day which is absolutely insane. But at this point, it's like, we're not even surprised by this anymore. No. Like, yeah, it, it, I, I wanted to shout it out just because it's like further give demon slayer. It's kudos just because of how much it's just blowing up right now. But, um, so finishing up here with the news, uh, this week, uh, we do have, uh, some sales numbers for the June weekly show and jump, uh, volumes that have come out. You know, these are, going to continue to move as the month goes on we'll continue to update you on it as we continue on with the month so you know coming in at number one here we do have jjk volume 16 has sold 1.1 million copies Jeez, man uh one piece volume 99 with 1 million shout out to that uh dr stone volume 21 with 106k Aikashi Triangle Volume 4 with 34K, Witch Watch Volume 1 with 15.4, Sakamoto Days Volume 2 with 13.5, and also uh, please note that Witch Watch and Sakamoto Days both needed reprints. So the, what they sold here is what they originally printed. Now we got more on the way, so those numbers are definitely going to continue to rise. We'll see where they're going to kind of topple off at, which overall, you know, not terrible numbers for volume one, not terrible numbers for volume two for like, you know, these series that, mm-hmm. you know, aren't like your, your top dogs, weekly show jump. They're, they're doing well and needing reprints is always a good thing to see high school family volume two, uh, 3.3, uh, K copies, which is better than volume one ever did. Volume one was terrible. And I still can't help, but I think it's because of Kubo saying that I think he liked it. It's also because of Kubo. Kubo yeah. pushed it. Yeah. That's that, that's gotta be it, man. Uh, Maku Chan Volume Four with five point eight. Maku Chan's not doing too bad. It's not doing too bad in sales. Uh, Build King Volume Two, which of course is now dead, uh, three point five k, and then Ball Parade Volume One, uh, two point one, which is that that might be worse than what ITLC did. It, I think it is. Uh, that that might be worse. Uh, any any real takeaways from these early sales numbers? Anything that really jumps out at you guys? Uh, you know, shout out to JJK and One Piece both crossing a million. That's pretty hype. Um, you know, I, li- I like, you know, the big thing that jumps out to me is Witch Watch and Sakamoto Days both needing reprints. It's always, that's a good sign. So any- anything that really jumps out to you guys on this? The real thing that jumps out to me is apparently with us being from the West, there's something in Witch Watch that we're missing. Yeah, see, I agree. Because, like, even this latest chapter, not good. No, not in my eyes either. Not good. Like, uh, there, there's something about Witch Watch that, that's capturing people, but it's just not resonating with us. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what it is. Josh, anything jumps out to you? Um, not really. And as far as like, you know, what you guys are saying about Witch Watch, I mean, maybe it's just the demographic. Maybe it's you know the sure. the people that are enjoying it. Because I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this. But it's kind of like a random fun fact. The people in Japan that like read Mashal the most are older women, like in their twenties to forties. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I I randomly saw that in like a tweet. And, you know, it just kind of stuck with me. So maybe that's what we're missing is just we're not the demographic for Witch Watch, but the demographic for Witch Watch is loving it. Hmm. You know, that really explains that toddler chapter a couple weeks back now, if that's the demographic for Mashal. Yeah. 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 The, <laughs> that, yeah, that does. That's actually a yeah. really interesting fun fact. I didn't know that. Where'd you come across that? Just like on Twitter or something um, just popped up? Yeah. Just popped up on Twitter somewhere. I should have uh, 
should have taken a picture and put it in the Discord channel. But yeah, it just it, it stuck with me since I saw it. Like I never would have imagined older than middle aged women like enjoying Mashal, but hey. All I say now is, oh, he's trying so hard, and damn, he's ripped. (laughs) 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 Yeah, basically, man. All right, so let's hop over to our anime breakdowns for the week. So, uh, you know, you know, we're we're coming to a close on a couple series here. Uh, next episode thirty nine will be the wrap up for Seven Deadly Sins in eighty six. Um, so that's it. I mean, a couple things off our slate. So let's but let's kick things off with My Hero Academia season five episode twelve. Uh, what you guys' immediate thoughts on this one? We're we're about to kick things off with uh, My Villain Academia. Uh, I I saw on Twitter for the like the new intro and outro mm-hmm. for you know for this upcoming arc that we're about to explore. But you know this being a good wrap up uh, for the training stuff that we had. We had you know the conversation with Bakugo, Deku and All Might. Uh not not the one that I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought this was a different one. That's that was my fault last episode here. Uh, you know, it's not the one that I thought where All Might was going to basically get shit kind of lined up for Deku. You know, that's going to be later on, but uh got to see a little conversation on them talking about you know, uh, you know the cork popping out, black whip. Got a little nice little you know training segment there that you had to see between Deku and Bakugo as well. And mm-hmm. then of course the majority of the episode kind of focused on you know Bakugo and Todoroki getting their hero's license. And you know just after thirty minutes of getting it, go ahead and jumping into action. What 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 are you guys' takeaways for this episode? I mean, got to see a nice little segment there towards the end of the still some aftermath stuff with Eerie after everything. Yeah, yeah. With that happened during her whole arc, um, and the bad side of in uh, the academy, <laughs> I forgot that's what she called it. <laughs> yeah, the bad side of the academy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, besides that, yeah, just watching Todoroki and Bakugo do their thing, and then seeing Killer Orca again, and just going, Killer Orca still just looks so much like a villain to me. <laughs> he does. He really, really does, man. Josh, but what, this is what, like his point. I, to be honest, I didn't have time to watch the episode. Oh, so that's right. This in, 80, this in 86, I haven't watched. Um, but it is what it is. But as far as, uh, you know, Killer Worker goes, that's kind of like his gimmick is he's supposed to look like a bad guy. Right. So. I mean, it was a good episode. Uh, looking forward to seeing how the anime does uh, the My Villain Academia. Um, you know, as, as we've mentioned numerous times, this was kind of tough to read weekly. So I really do think the anime is going to do it, uh, do it justice. I think it's going to be a good time for the, uh, for the anime. And, uh, I'm, I'm pumped for it. Pumped to hear the new intro outro. You know, my heroes usually got, uh, some, some bangers for, uh, for music. And then this season should finish off obviously with the Endeavor arc. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's, I mean, based on, you know, the movie, you know, it should, you know, it, the, yeah. the, this season should finish up with that, which helps set us up for uh, next season, of course, being uh, going to be incredible. Can't wait for that. But uh, Josh, how was uh, how was One Piece 978? I know 977, you know, ended with that really hype moment with Kid, Law and, uh, and Luffy. How, how we uh, how we following up on that and what, what, what do we got going on? Yeah, no, uh, this episode is actually really good. Like it's one of those ones that was, you know, almost movie quality, like you would expect it from like a one piece movie, not from the, the anime. So like the animation was, it was fantastic. Uh, first half of the episode, you know, kind of, kind of drug out. Um, Cause it was just pretty much them explaining why the sunny didn't get blown up when they threw bombs at it. Right. You know, because it's made out of wood from the atom tree. So it can't be like blown up or anything like that. Um, but then when it gets to a uh, kid law and Luffy uh, going ham on these ships, 
that's when everything like just kind of got kicked up a notch and I can't stress enough the animation for that that part was so good I it kind of gave me chills watching it just because of like how good it was and even like being able to keep up the banter between the three of them um it was just it was so good uh and it kind of ended on not necessarily like a downer but after having that like whole action sequence and then getting the introduction of or bringing Denjiro back into the, the fold mm-hmm. um, kind of felt a little, you know, left me wanting a little more for the end of the episode, but it's setting up for the next episode. So, Did know, the fight fair. remind you of Pirates of the Caribbean World End during the ship battle and the whirlpool? <laughs> you know, you know, kind of, in a way. Because, I mean, the difference is it wasn't a whirlpool, like, law just shot the ship up into the sky, but just, like, all through and just kind of like flying around the ship as it's falling, like taking all the, it did kind of give me Pirates of the Caribbean vibes. I'm happy that's a thing. All right. Yeah. I may have broken Alex, so. <laughs> I, for, I don't know why I've, I, I don't know why that caught me off guard. I forgot it was on there. I was about to say, you're the one that set those. I know. I, Josh, he just switched to the, the shot of it where it's, you know, the the slapping the button meme and it's Jimmy Neutron and the button says, got a blast. And I don't know why, but it just made me start laughing when I saw it. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. It caught me off guard. I don't even know why. I guess it's just because of the mood that I'm in today, kind of on the tired side. Good. How was Dragon Quest episode 36? What do we have going on over there? Is the end in sight? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. We still have at least like six villains to make their appearances. Yeah, you got a while, man. You're um, going to be with this show until like next year. Yeah, more than likely at this yeah. point. Um, so Dai gets trashed by the guy who's a chimera. He transforms himself into a monster that's been pieced together with a bunch of monsters. Um, so yeah, he trashes Dai because Dai uses too much energy. Swallows Dai, actually puts him in his stomach. Then it proceeds to be Pop trying to fight his way to save Die. Pop gets thrown around. Our rap companion manages to bring up his courage and fight the creature, the monster guy. Comes up with a new attack. Hits him enough where his uh, he slightly spits out Die. Because like, he spits up gastric acid and everything. and uh, He has a like nice little mouth in his stomach that opens up and Die's just sort of just hanging there. <laughs> Just like you couldn't on a little bit more. Um, can you do my theory of Pop is the best damn magician in this world because he now uses uh, Flazards, uh, our big elemental chain wearing guy from a arc or two back. Had a nice little skill called Five Finger Flare. We throws five fire blasts off his fingers at once, and Pop does that with no prior experience. He just does that move because he's seen it and goes, I bet I could do that. Continues to ensure me that Pop is the best damn magician in this universe, regardless of how much of a piece of shit he is. Right. Um, Ma'am's sort of useful now. And she breaks out of their prison and begins to fight the creature after it's beat everyone else up because she can now imbue healing energy into her fist which somehow allows her to destroy biological things. And it ends with setting up for Ma'am to fight the thing. But after seeing the preview, 
I think it's still going to make Ma'am seem sort of useless because even though it's her big moment, she still needs help and dies the hero, so he gets to finish it off. She's getting shafted by the hero. So she has her moment just to get shafted. Yes, and the hero takes the big moment. As normal. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, sucks to be ma'am, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least you're not pop. At least you're not pop. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, pop seems like to be a pretty good moment at the time. He apparently can't die. He can use any spell he goddamn pleases. And he's still apparently going to get the girl in the end. Maybe two. Uh, I don't know. It lo- it's looking pretty good for Pop. <laughs> so Pop said it, Pop's had a redemption story. Oh, his yeah. redemption was shit. He's still a piece of shit. <laughs> but he's got everything going for him. Like, I don't what? care what you say. He, he can't fucking die because he's been killed. He can use any spell he damn well pleases after he sees it once or twice. And he has two women who are, are have affection for him. Sounds like Pop's about to get a spinoff series, Dragon Quest, the Adventures of Pop. Pretty much. <laughs> and are you going to watch that? I mean, if I have to, sure. Fuck it. I'll put it on the script. Yeah, we'll, I'll put it on we'll the script. And, script and I'll, make, I'll make you have to watch it. <laughs> All right. What about uh, Tokyo Avengers episode 10? You know, we're very neck, you know, neck deep in the middle of the battle of 8-3 right now. What did mm-hmm. you guys think about what's going on? This is one that I did get to watch and... I, it was worth it. It was so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious of your thoughts, Josh. You know, since you haven't like you know read the manga content, so overall, what was your uh, takeaway from uh, from what's I going mean, on? You know, it was it was really cool seeing Takamichi try to uh, get that kind of redemption. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I don't remember the dude's name. Kiyomasa. But basically, yeah, choked the shit out of him, and you know, all of his friends like jump in and stuff, and look, it was it was really nice, and it felt really good, uh, just because. Takamichi's been kind of shit on through this entire series, so him getting like <laughs> this yeah, one, yeah. like <laughs> this this one moment where he's he's kind of a badass without actually being a badass is, was really cool. I want you to let you know, Josh, that is just Takamichi's life. It really is. It never really changes. I'm gonna be honest. I, I know. <laughs> It does make a lot of sense now because I ended like the intro and outro or whatever. He's got that scar on his hand. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, what the fuck does this have to do? Now I know. So Yeah. You know, yeah. That, when Kiyomasa stabs him in the hand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was an enjoyable episode. I very much uh, enjoyed seeing this whole entire thing play out and animated. Yeah, yeah. I do have to say, though, the anime just ends awkwardly on every episode. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't ever have a finish. It just come, and I understand that the chapters that they're over end at the same spots. But you would think with the anime, they would at least try and give sort of a closing scene, right? But like in this episode, you just hear the ambulance, but they're still fighting, and it's just like done. We win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just it, just curtain dropped. Just cold cut. Yeah, yeah. It. It really plays as a show that would be like really good when it's all released just to binge through just, mm-hmm. you know, because it doesn't have those like solid endings. So you're just like, you, you can just kind of watch the whole thing through. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's kind of the vibes I get from it, which is really nice, you know, for people who, you know, want to wait for everything to come out and then binge watch it all. Right. 
Yeah, I would say this is going to be a really good bench series. Oh, it will be. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely agree to that because there are just certain series that are just a lot better off as a bench. Mm-hmm. You know, I know one that uh, we we had talked about in, in very early on Animan Plus days here was uh, Noblesse was mm-hmm. one where people were going to want to watch it in one go. Watching it weekly wasn't going to probably get a lot of new fans into the series. But then again, Noblesse did it on that moment where just Rye just walking in the door didn't get that finish. I fucking hate you. <laughs> that's For, not how it ended, right? No. No. no that's exactly how it ended. Shut up. That is how Shut it ended. Up. I thought. Shut Alex up. Alex made a fictional no. podcast. No, I did not. No, I did not. Okay, so for any new listeners <laughs> here for Anime and Plus that may not have listened to the early days, the joke is I made a little mix-up on the episode count, and I kept saying for a couple episodes, yeah, there's only going to be, you know, 12 episodes. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, I'm a dumbass. There's 13. So then Zach's just run with it where he's like, I, I still don't know if he's ever watched the 13th episode. <laughs> I think he's that dedicated to the meme, and he's yet to watch the 13th episode. So he's saying the series ended when Rye walked through the door in episode 12, and that was it. I mean, that's how it ended, people. I don't know. This is Alex's whole scheme to make it seem like it ended fine, but nah. Yeah, see, I never watched it. I you know, what, know what you guys have said. I, 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 just, I remember things being how Alex said they were. So. I hate you, Zach. <laughs> I hate you, but I do like that that was brought back up. I do like how we went full circle with that. So shout out to that. Shout out to that uh, that old joke. I'm. I do want to stress though to everyone listening. I really don't know if he's never watched the 13th episode because he is the type of person that would be that dedicated to the meme and just not watch it. Because I mean, he's read it, so he knows the content. So it would not surprise me if he has not actually watched episode 13. And you know what? I don't want to know if you have or not. I, I enjoy living in mystery, wondering every day and every night if you ever watched that episode. Uh, anyway, so let's hop over from there. We got uh, episode uh, 10 of 86. We only have one more left. Uh, episode 11 dropping this weekend. I'm really pumped to watch it this weekend. It'll probably be the first thing that I watch, being the, the season finale. Mm-hmm. This was a very good, wholesome episode, focusing on our remaining Spearhead members and just kind of living their escaped life basically getting away from everything i did like how this episode was just them yep. so it makes me think that the last episode's just going to be following major waifu lena yes major waifu lena okay and <laughs> everything so because i was waiting the entire episode to when it was going to switch to her yes yeah see, i was i was waiting for the same thing and instead um it, we didn't get a switch from her we got a switch we got a switch to fido and his pov that was very good just yeah it was when, when it because they started rolling the credits. I was like, this is really early. Dude, they always roll credits early. <laughs> That's like their thing, man. But like usually they play the song, but yeah, they don't yeah. necessarily roll the credits. This was actually showing the credit line yep. and everything. And then it switched over to Fido's memories of all damn things. Yep. Uh, basically when Fido was found uh, by Shin is kind of where it started here. And it just went through the timeline of getting to see everyone's POV over time of where um, I think her name is, uh, is it Karinai or Karina, the red-haired chick that's still alive with the squad? Yeah, I think the Something second like, one's correctly. Yeah, yeah uh, where you get to see like her POV, where she's like, oh, Shin, you know, Shin touched me. Oh, my God. And, you know, you get to see that POV. You get to see the POV of, you know, uh, Andrew, you know, having her little breakdown yeah. after, uh, I think it was Daya was his name, yeah, correct? Yeah, Daya. Daya after his passing. So you got to see 
a ton of POV from stuff that happened, assumingly, you know, before the series had taken place in timeline, yeah. and then stuff that's happened throughout the series. Yeah, no, it was pretty much just Fido's memories of, because apparently Shin picked him up, and just Fido whenever went to whatever unit he was. Yep. And just all the recordings of all the different daily events that happened between Spearhead during those three months before uh, Leah was assigned to him, and then uh, during that time, and just... Also got my confirmation of the guy that hung himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there was that shot of him going, an adventure with those five. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? And then it just shows blood in a hanging, sh- in a shadow. I was like, God damn, that's depressing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, the episode ended on a, also a depressing note that I have questions on. You know, because Fido was with them. Yeah. You know, with throughout this point. So, the, you know, this you know this episode ended with Fido's destruction. With four days after the current events that were going on. Okay. Yeah, so because all that stuff was happening during the 26th. No, wait. No, I'm wrong. It was happening on the 24th, so six days after. And the last shot, it said uh, August 30th. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, You know, overall, the first half was definitely a very wholesome episode, and then it kind of got a little bit on the the side that we're kind of used to with this series, where it's kind of on, you know, like comes at you quick Mm -hmm. in a depressive way. Um, Did like to see a lot of the stuff we got to see, like out of Shin, kind of, being so carefree because he mm-hmm. accomplished what he what he set out to do, you know we had a shot of a of a legion that he that he had to shoot where you know based on the voice that he was hearing that it was a former eighty six and put it to rest and yeah I'm just looking forward to seeing how this series is going to come to a close. Um, you know I'm with you. I'll probably focus on uh, Lena and I am curious: Are they going to? pair up in person somehow lena and the remaining spearheads because i based on what i know from the light novels that does happen eventually Mm -hmm. so i'm curious if episode 11 will do will pair that up or not i don't believe we will see that based on how it's going because it would feel a little rushed yeah it would because based on everything that happened this episode it feels like it that interaction shin had with the uh 86 that had been whose mind had been transferred into one of the machines. Mm-hmm. I feel like that gave Shin his next goal. It almost seemed like. And also, I do want to point out the sort of framing and shot of Fido at the end because with how it had it had a what looked like oil or something streaming from its uh, optical lens, making it look like it was crying. I was like, that's. That, I, yeah, that's some shit. Yeah, I saw that too. I was just like, you know, it, like it was like oil and like a crack, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like, damn, that is depressing. It, it does make it look like it's crying. And the only worst part is just this whole thing. You hear all this fighting going on, but it always focuses on Fido. So no idea what's going on with the rest of the squad. Yep. So we'll we'll see how episode eleven plays out in the the finale to this first season. It, the finale of a show that, in my opinion, personally. Per, for me, for me at least, possibly the best new anime to come out of this spring, and that's even going over Tokyo. I have loved eighty six. I have loved everything about it. I loved how the episodes, how they have handled the episodes. You know, with the multiple viewpoints mm-hmm. that we've gotten to see, I have absolutely adored this series. And if you guys have not checked it out yet, I highly recommend to go check it out because it is incredible. Very excited for season two at some point. Uh, and excited to see what's going to continue to come out of it. Uh, I got a question. Yeah, what's up? So, do you think your hype for 86 is like has something to do with, like, say, Tokyo Avengers, for example? 
you were able to go through and read all of Tokyo Avengers. So you're like caught up with the manga now, whereas 86 is a little harder for you to do that. And maybe like, you know, just not knowing week to week and like just knowing bits and pieces from what you see online. Um, maybe that is like what makes it even more hype for you. Um, I would say no, just because I really enjoy the content that is 86. I enjoy a lot right. of the uh, topics that is tackled in this series. I enjoy the, I really love how they handle the multiple viewpoints mm-hmm. of things. I think that's a very interesting way for the episode to go about. So I would say no, because also, even though you are correct, it is easier for me to go read Tokyo Avengers like I have. Um, Tokyo Avengers was a very good read. I read it all in one day. Very much enjoyed it. But, I mean, when it comes to everything that's happened in Tokyo Avengers, there was only a handful of parts that just, like, really, really had me going. There were a couple parts that were just like, eh. Like, like for example, the uh, the Christmas stuff. I thought the Christmas stuff was okay. It was, uh, yeah. It was okay, and that's a kind of a lengthy arc there. You know, it was all right. Yeah. Bloody Halloween's not Bloody Halloween's all right. You know, it's pretty solid. You know, that you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I would say from Tokyo Avengers, where we are right now in the manga is where my attention is because that is probably my favorite part so far is where we are now and where we're going to potentially be heading. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, for 86, I mean, I'm looking at potentially reading the light novels. Um, I, I do want to know more. And I, I've gathered bits and pieces for what's to come. But I would say it would, it's just based on the content itself. Uh, I enjoy the content of 86 more than I, Tokyo Avengers for me personally. I would agree with that That's... because I feel like the big difference here is Tokyo Avengers is good. It's animated. It sticks for the manga and everything. But I feel like the thing with 86 is just in the way it's done. There's a lot more technical uh, stuff being done in the terms of just what information is being allowed, the things it shows, um, how they do things, even like the opening of just the whole thing with the people being at it throughout the episodes. I love that. <laughs> and then just the switch perspectives of seeing some things from Shin's POV, then if we're lucky, getting uh, the same sh- scene just from uh, Lena's POV. So, I mean, 86 has a much more theatrical put together of just bits and pieces here and there left out in here just to really encompass the story and make you really realize what's going on. Right. Yeah. Those are, I mean, those are great answers. I just asked because I enjoy 86 and Tokyo Avengers equally. And yeah, give Tokyo Avengers kind of like, you know, the higher spot if I'm, you know, can't watch everything. Right, right. But I, and and I find Tokyo Avengers is like, because I don't know what's happening next. And that's what makes me excited for every episode. Same with 86. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything past, you know, the episode I'm on. So. Yeah, just figured it was a curious question. No, just want to get your guys' thoughts on it. Great question, great question. And I'll I'll also say, and this this just goes for me. You know, I, I feel like Zach's going to be a little different different from here because you know he he's read a couple others in the past, and I've really only read two that are probably the most notable off the top of my head, being Tokyo and and Week Hero. But even though I do enjoy these series, I, they're they're very fun reads. There's a lot of aspects about them that's good between the characters, you know, the fights and stuff like that. I'll go ahead and say it. I, as much as I enjoy them, delinquent series, they are kind of cringy to me. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it. They are cringy. Because a great example, because this is animated in Tokyo Avengers, one of the most cringy lines in Tokyo Avengers was one a few episodes ago where Draken's just like, you have strayed from the life of the del- delinquent. And I'm like, that is so damn cringy. Dr- Jesus <laughs> Christ. So even though, yes, they are enjoyable, there's a, there's a lot of aspects that make me cringe. Like, you know, like let's say Week Hero. 
you know, now granted, this goes for a lot of webtoons. You can agree with me, mm-hmm. Zach. Over the top cursing that they do. It's like, oh, I'm gonna kick your ass, motherfucker. You know, it's just, you know stuff that kids say. You know, more than anything. And then also like this latest chapter where that guy's just like, yeah, man, you kicked my ass so hard, I had to drop out of high school. You know, life was so hard. Like, dude, like that shit's cringy to me. All right, like I enjoy it. It's a fun. It's fun to read, but. That's probably also ties into why I enjoy 86 more is because I don't get cringe moments from time to time watching it or reading it. See, I don't really cringe yeah. at those moments anymore just because I know that's just sort of tropes in those. Yeah, in that it's, genre. It's, it's, the, it's the tropes. Correct. And I'm just like, I was like, OK, there's that trope. Carry on. Yeah. Like I would definitely say that line from Dragon is one of the most cringy things I've, I've seen in, in Tokyo Avengers. <laughs> See, I feel like that was part of his character because yeah. you got to remember they're middle schoolers. Uh, and that that that's that goes into yeah. my, my personal like eh about it. Like I said, it's enjoyable. It's fun. But, you know, that's just a personal thing for me. And there may be people that may agree with me on that. But, uh, I mean, like I said, they are fun to read and watch. But I think that ties in also to why I enjoy 86 more is I just enjoy the uh, the tone of it a lot more. Uh, and I think that's what it comes down to, personally. Um, all right. So let's hop over to uh, To Your Eternity, uh, episode 10, uh, which we had a you know, follow-up you know, from the end of last episode where that... T- creature thing mm-hmm. the the tree thing is back uh you know we got to see the fight between it and uh fushi and uh gugu which gugu was you know finally it was able to figure <laughs> out how to use the, the liquor in his belly and got to be the badass that he's going to end up becoming breathing fire i enjoyed everything that was with gugu that this entire episode true true <laughs> just um and i mean actually from what i got from towards the end of the episode it seems like the earth multiple of these creatures yeah from what i got from the end the moment we had but um yeah just everything with gugu was great <laughs> just him him and fushi's interaction of fushi telling him to run and gugu sun just falling and suddenly becoming drunk and just walking in on that situation just fucking plastered yeah it's like <laughs> give me your strongest booze give me it all old man <laughs> meanwhile uh like you know ren's parents whatever it's just like what is wrong with this boy uh, you know, then he, uh, you know, left the, you know, she's like, there's no one that loves her more than Gugu. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> he uh, slams the door and then goes out and, you know, bees the badass that he's going to end up becoming and breathes fire and burns this thing down, which, you know, when we get back to the fight, it ended up beating Fushi. You know, it, mm-hmm. it basically took all of Fushi's forms to be able to get around and Fushi's back to the rock that he originally was, you know, at one point. Um, you know, and then it, you know, it kind of, you get to see, I still don't know what to call this guy. I'm just calling him God. Cause I don't know he, what it's, it's, it's essentially like a God. Yeah. It's stated that he's some sort of God of so, sorts. Yeah. So you get another shot of him where he's just like, you know, you can't stay here and get stronger. And Fushi's just like, Oh no, Gugu will take care of it. You know, I need Gugu, you know, to continue to grow and, and learn. And, and the God's just like, I suppose that's an option too. <laughs> well, I, I like how in that whole conversation he doesn't even suppose he's it's just a definite that is an option yep of just he's addressing it and saying that yeah you can do that but from everything you say it's not the most optimal yeah choice yeah he's telling fushi the most optimal choice is to you, you need to leave yeah you know, and the reason he wants him to leave is because it'll help further you know getting him you know fushi mm-hmm. getting stimulation which is how he furthers to grow and get stronger and get these other like forms and stuff um, and then, you know, this episode finished off with uh, a time skip, which Four I, did, years. I didn't expect. I didn't expect that this episode caught kind of caught me off guard a little bit. But now we get to see, 
Now we get to see Gugu as the badass that we've seen in the opening. Gugu is fucking ripped. Yeah, he is ripped, dude. He is ready to go. I also like how there was a little shot of him flexing, you yes. know, in the episode as well. I did like note that also his mask changed too. Yeah, it did. And just everything and just, it was a nice just sudden time skip that we got, which I'm sort of happy about mm-hmm. and everything because it's only going to progress. And then I did like how it was a another dinner scene with the five of them again, sort yep. of reinfecting from the original one we have when Rim first showed up there. Right. And uh, one thing that I didn't I didn't uh, know or see or whatever, because, you know, we've, we've known that Gugu was going to grow up and be a badass. Mm-hmm. We've seen this from the opening from day one, right? Uh, but one thing I didn't know is I didn't know that uh, Fushi would actually have, like, a little bit of an appearance change. Because, you know, that's nothing that we've seen in the opening or anything. So when we see him get, like, a little bit of an appearance change, kind of growing a little bit of facial hair, it's just like, oh, okay, well, this is a pleasant surprise. I didn't, I mean, it makes sense, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it's not, I didn't, I didn't know that was going to happen because, you know, he is, like, a mortal. I just assumed... I assumed the boy was going to stay the boy the entire time. The nameless boy. I th- I never thought his appearance was going to change. Yeah, because that was that was a nice ch- little yeah. uh, spot and everything for it. Because from everything we've gotten, he literally just takes the form of those people who've uh, inspired and already had a spark from. Yep. So we had no inclination that if he stayed in those forms long enough, that it would actually be affected by actual time and where. So it was a nice little moment to see that. Yes, Fushi's forms can change if he takes them long enough, it seems. Yeah, which is just another thing uh, to further bring the mystery of what all can this dude do. You know, because it's like it's like you were saying involving like him taking the forms. Like, anytime he, tra- he transforms into Fushi, for example, he still has the rope on mm-hmm. his wrist. He still has the injured leg. Mm-hmm. Same thing with um, March. He'll have, like, the injured wound in the chest or the back. I mean, uh, which actually, now that we say that, the arrow's gone. Arrow hasn't been showing up for a while now. Yeah, it has. I think about yeah. since uh, he lost it, and I mean, even this episode is sure shown how he's grown, and I guess he can control it because we did have a shot when he first was with Gooby where the clothes were stuck to him, and now yeah, he's just taking clothes on and off like it's normal. Right. And I also, I'm also wondering about one thing. You know, is since we saw the nameless boy, that transformation age, are we gonna are we gonna see March age? Because you know, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the opening there, we do see like an older March. Correct. I, I want to say that's an older March at some point during the opening. Well, that was actually from her little uh, like dream sequence, whatever. Yeah, when wishing she she'd was be an adult. passing, right. she didn't become sort of an older version, then had all the stuffed animals approaching her like they were kids. So. That's what it seemed like that was from, based on the opening stuff. But that does not mean we will not see an older March from Fushi if, um, for some reason, he gets some inspiration to picture how March would grow up. Right. I don't know. I guess we'll continue to see. I did also uh, see this the other day. Uh, Two Year Eternity is only 20 episodes. It's not going to be 24 or 25 or anything. So we got 10 more. Okay. Yeah, we got 10 more to go to kind of explore and see where this is going to take us. And, you know, there's still a couple characters that we still need to be introduced Mm -hmm. to, like the pink-haired girl that we see walking on the beach in the opening. Uh, Oh, yeah, there's a whole group of desert people we haven't met. So Yeah, yeah, we've still got a little bit to go. Looking forward to seeing how this continues to play out. Uh, What about Eden Zero, episode 10? Um, (laughs) With, uh, with, you know, with all the the B-tubers, all just, you know, heroes fantasy here, all the B-tubers just all, you know, in the room. Oh, episode fan service? Yeah, episode fan service, basically. I mean, it was a phone party. Yeah, it was a giant phone party. I mean, other than that, I mean, uh, Shiki got to be super mad. Uh, got to see Homura do some stuff. 
Got. Yeah, definitely got to see her do some action, which is pretty dope. Got the first viewings of Moskoy. Yeah, yeah. And him and what that whole situation is. Right. So, I mean, overall, it was an entertaining episode. I mean, not much actually really happened uh, true. in terms of stuff, but. This is like that. This is one of those like first little like intro arcs that's just kind of like meh, you know, like it doesn't yeah. have like anything that super like pulls you in and stuff because it's just in, it's mostly just introducing sister, I feel like is the main draw. Homer, sister. Yeah, Homer and sister. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the, the next arc that we're going into is where we're going to meet uh, Hermit, correct? Mm hmm. I'm wondering where this series is going to end. You know, like wh where is season one going to end? Because it's only I, that one is confirmed for like 24 to 26 episodes. Like, is it going to end on the Valkyrie stuff? Is that where it's going to potentially? No, end? That's I, what I would guess. I would not. I'd be blown away if we somehow got to Draken. There's no way. No way. No way we're getting there. Uh, which the Draken stuff is what I'm really pumped for. That's the, the, I'm assuming it's going to be season two. That's going to be super super good. But. I was about to say, there's no possible way I see it doing Draken unless. They just really shorten stuff. They or would take stuff out. I, I don't think they would do that, man. I really don't. But uh, I mean, it was it was a, it was a fun episode, funny episode. Got some good laughs mm -hmm. out of it. Uh, you know, Shiki met up with it with his with his ninja rival again. So we're going to see a little fight sequence there, and then you know, this, you know, like I said, stuff with you know Homer I can the, see her use her ether gear, which is the swords. Mm -hmm. Pretty pretty cool stuff there. Uh, you know, a little interaction between her and Wise as well. Um, Seven Deadly Sins, um, season four, episode twenty-three. I only got one more episode left, and I gotta say, feels good. Feels good to get this one off my plate. <laughs> I've wanted to get this one off my plate for a little bit now. No more slideshows. No more slideshows. <laughs> uh, man, I, you know, I don't know. I, I've said it before. This little end arc with Kath and Chaos, whatever. It just it feels so pointless and lackluster. And, uh, you know, how Kath is defeated just feels like it feels stupid. Like, it's just it, it, it doesn't like there is no actual really like cool, like hype fight like you would like you got with the Demon King and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, It was it was OK. Still got the, the, the disturbing, you know, you know, voice oh, stuff yeah. that I talked about last week. That's just, it just bothers me how overwhelmingly positively disturbing it is. But. I, I'm I'm excited to get this one off my slate. I will say that. Uh, I mean, I've I enjoy Seven Deadly Sins as a series, but this is this has been a rough watch. This has been a rough watch. Only one episode left, which is going to get to see uh, kind of you know it, it, we're going to do a little bit of a time skip and just kind of see where what where all the sins are up to. You know, having a good life. You know, all that good stuff. You know, the end the end of this episode pretty much really honestly and truthfully helped set up Four Nights of the Apocalypse. I feels like because of now we know what the content. It should be going in Four Nights of the Apocalypse manga with uh, Arthur and Camelot and everything. So mm -hmm. this kind of sets things up. And, you know, re I will say rewatching this, you know, watching this and being re being reminded of this, it, it does bring questions for what's to come in Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Because, like, you know, with how Four, Not Four Nights of the Apocalypse is kind of teased where Camelot, you know, is evil mm -hmm. with how, you know, the manga is teased and how Arthur's potentially like our antagonist. You know, he's got chaos you know, he's got like this super 
powerful sword now since he, with how he defeated Kath and everything. And, you know, one little tidbit that I, I kind of just caught where is po- proposed questions in my head for what's to come is, you know, Meliodas is like, oh, yeah, that's a kick-ass sword there. You know, that's a kind of sword a king needs to help create this wonderful world that you want to create. We're looking forward to seeing what you do and blah, 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 being super supportive of Arthur. And yeah. t- Meliodas telling Arthur just like, you know, and I thought it was interesting where Meliodas is like, no matter what you do, good or if you fall off your path, the seven deadly sins will be behind you. That line kind of stuck out to me now that I know where we are in Four Nights of the Apocalypse. So I'm wondering where do the seven deadly sins play in this manga? That that line just kind of stuck out. I, I guess I forgot about where Meliodas basically said, "Hey, even if you fuck up, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have your back." So I'm kind of curious to where that's gonna pop up in the in the the new manga. But bottom line, I am excited to get this one off my off my weekly lineup. Uh, so what was you guys' favorite episode of the week? 86. Good choice. Good choice. I'm going to go one piece. Just, you know, it was really good. It was refreshing from how it has been. I'm going to probably say 86. A close second is two year eternity episode 10. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say those are going to definitely be mine. All right, let's hop through our, uh, our chapter ratings for the week. Um, so, Black Clover was on a break this week. We did have an unexpected break on solo leveling, uh, so no chapter this yep. week. Um, so kicking things off with One Piece 1016. I enjoyed it. I would give it probably a 9 out of 10. Oh, really? Oh, okay, well, you'll be disappointed. Oh, yeah. I'm giving it a 7. It was all right. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Uh, I'm about, probably going to get a 9 for different reasons than you're giving it a 7, though. That's totally fair. Uh, what about uh, My Hero Academia 316? 8. Yeah, eight, 8's good on that one. I agree to an 8. Uh, Black Clover, like I said, was on a break. So Dr. Stone, Chapter 200. 7. Yeah. 6. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, JJK 152, which, of course, is going to be... Uh, the final chapter for a month or so. And it was very clear that it was incomplete because it was only nine pages. Uh, I I mean, I just give it a seven. I mean, for what it was, it was really good. I'm going to give it an eight. Six. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Mission Year of the Core Family, 86. Uh, A very, very wholesome chapter. Really enjoyed this one. I'm going to give it an eight. Uh, Undone Luck, 67. I'm going to give this one an eight. Mashal, 66. I'm giving this one a nine. I'll give it a nine. Great chapter, man. Had had just had me rolling. Uh, Sakamoto Days chapter twenty seven. I'll give it a nine. I give this one a nine as well. This was a really good chapter. I I read this and my first thought was, yeah, that's a nine from Zach. <laughs> I just enjoyed the moment of, hey, this is a new person. He's a teddy bear. <laughs> well, I'm gonna leave that to you. Sakamoto was like, oh, oh, okay, later. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, later, man. Hopefully everyone's good. Tell everyone I said hi. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was a nine for me. Good chapter. It was Samurai chapter twenty. Eight. I'm gonna give it a seven. Um, I'm looking forward to the next chapter though. Yeah, I definitely say next that. Chapter I'm, should be good. I'm really really pumped up for twenty one. Uh, I tell C chapter nineteen. I give it a seven. Witch Watch chapter eighteen. Five. I give it a five. Uh, Ball Parade chapter seventeen. Five. I give it a five as well. And, <laughs> and the big thing about Ball Parade that uh, me and Zach are both agreeing why it's getting such a low rating from us is because. We know the series is dead. That's very, very, very clear. It's dead. So what they did to like basically introduce something new was very, very unnecessary. Pretty much, it was a new. 
pretty much it was a new dungeon which should only have one boss, but for some reason there's a mid boss in, in the center of it just because fuck it. Yeah, exactly. It was just it's just very very unnecessary. Uh, Blue box chapter nine. Uh, I'm gonna say seven. Uh, I give I give it a seven as well. Uh, Candy flurry chapter eight. I give this one a seven. Seven. Uh, My Hero Vigilantes 103. I'd give this one an 8. Uh, Kaiju number 8, chapter 37. 8. I'd give this one a 9, eight. honestly. I really enjoyed what, um, what, what what went on in this chapter. It was good. I'm going to give it 8. Uh, what about uh, Tokyo Avengers, chapter 210? I'm going to give it an 8. I'd give it an 8 as well. Eden Zero one forty seven. 147? <laughs> um, I gave it a 7, personally. Yeah, 7. Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Chapter 20. I give this one an 8. Really, really pumped up for the next chapter, that's for sure. But I'm ready to read that one next week. Uh, Ranger Reject, Chapter 17. Give that one a 7 as well. What about God of High School, 519? I'll give it an 8. I'll give it an 8. And you know, what happened to that guy feels very fitting. Brutal. Very brutal. But fitting. He deserved it. He deserved it. Very, very brutal, but he deserved it. Uh, so still leveling on a break. Uh, we care 142. I give this chapter a seven, honestly. Seven. Yeah. And what about LC1116? Uh, I'll give it a seven. Favorite chapter of the week? Sakamoto. <laughs> I got to give it to Mashal. Mashal yeah. absolutely killed me. I hate to double down on one piece, but I'm going to double down on one piece. Hey, man, nothing wrong with that. All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. We hit everything that we needed to hit this week. Got all of our nice reviews in. Uh, next week should be uh, sh- next week should be good. You know, I- I'm really pumped up to talk about the finale of '86. Ready to get Seven Deadly Sins officially off my my plate here. Lots of good stuff going on next week. Looking forward to seeing what's all going to pop out in the news and everything. Uh, Zach, Josh, uh, you guys got anything you guys want to say to finish off the show here? I'm just going to say my usual spill. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, anything your platform allows. If you are watching this on YouTube, you can hit the subscribe button. If you then want to be notified of whether when we post stuff, you can hit the bell, and it'll show up nice and, and pretty on your home screen whenever we post something, which is a lot this week. It was a lot this week. It is yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so if you feel like doing any of that, it does help us out, helps us get us out there. But if not, thank you for at least watching and listening. Thank you. Josh, what you got? You got that inspirational speech lined up? Hit us with it, man. What are you going to tell me to make me want to run through a wall? Okay. Well, I don't have an inspirational speech, but I will just go ahead and say... What the f***? No. I I YOLO'd a poll on our Twitter account at Animan Podcast. Um, It'll be going for the next week, so if you guys want to head over there and participate, comment, anything, um, figure maybe... It'll be a good chance to interact with our listeners and, you know, give you guys a chance to speak your minds and maybe we'll be able to talk about it on a future podcast. Um, you know, if we get enough comments or votes or something like that. And that is at Animan Podcast over at Twitter. Also shout out to yeah. the uh shout out to the weekly polls. Moment of silence for the weekly polls. <laughs> Which brings up, if you're going to mention it, Josh, what even is the weekly poll? Well, the weekly poll is kind of a spoiler for anime-only viewers, but uh, it's about chapter 1016 of One Piece. And basically, if it's you know, if we're going to get another crew member after this arc, and who do we think it's going to be? Um, since we did get kind of like a, a big self-proclamation at the end of the chapter, um, sure, it kind of fueled, gotcha, fueled, uh, fueled the question. 
Uh, so moment of silence for the weekly poll. All right, moment's over. Uh, all right, so actually, yeah, the story for the weekly poll, the last time we had one uh, going into that episode of Animan Plus, I completely forgot about it to, to say the results and to set up a new weekly poll until like three days afterwards. And then <laughs> I just kind of dropped it. I'm just like, I forgot about it. I'm just going to leave it alone and just keep on rolling with it. And here we are, Josh trying to bring it yeah. back. Yeah, trying to bring it back. I'm trying to get more uh, more interaction. Um, I feel Always like our Twitter, account, Twitter account's kind of dead. Uh, we don't really post a lot on it, nor do we get a lot of feedback. So, you know, anything to kind of test the waters to see if maybe Twitter might still be the social media platform to be on. I wouldn't call it dead. It's been kind of uh, on the slow side recently because, like, me personally, I've been very active on LH Gamers. Uh, yeah. That's where I've been active because the E3 and everything popping out over there, which, you know, um, you know, make sure to go if you're into gaming, which I would assume you might be. Make sure to go check out our uh, our gaming podcast. Go follow us on Twitter at LH Gamers Podcast. Uh, Zach joins me. We've got some guests on from time to time. We talk about the latest and greatest in the gaming industry. Lots going on right now with everything that came out of E3. Uh, the you know the Nintendo Direct had Metroid Dread you know Breath of the Wild two and then we had you know the Guardians of the Galaxy game got a first look at Eden Eden's I mean Elden's Ring sorry um, Starfield lots of good stuff going on in the gaming world so I, I'm very very busy over there for sure but uh, if you guys made it all the way to the end we greatly appreciate you for that uh, good words from uh, Zach and uh, Josh here besides the fact that Josh still can't give us an inspirational speech maybe next week uh, we'll follow up or maybe never we'll follow up with him next week we'll see if he's got something for us to make me want to get up out of my chair and run through that wall but uh, that's going to do it from us guys like I said hopefully if you made it to the end we appreciate the hell out of you for that be a friend tell a friend that you listen to the show and we'd appreciate the hell out of that as well until next time guys hope you guys have a wonderful day see you bye later guys